It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. The all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered as Elliot Shore Parks and I are coming to you live from the beautiful Sportsbook at the Parks Casino. And in the background, we have the NFL draft on yes. here. And what a day it is to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Look Elliot at the smile Sh- on your face right I, now. I, like So I, nice of Howie to do that I, for you. I, I agree. Yeah. Thank you, Howie Roseman. There You'll it is. hear more of that this show. That's for there damn sure. The excitement, obviously, of Thursday night. The move to get A.J. Brown. Training up for Jordan Davis. We'll get into all that. You can check out our podcast. We've talked about all that stuff. But just the idea that we had that thrilling night and in the A.J. Brown move changing the whole complexion of, of this season and, and our expectations and the excitement. But then for yesterday, for them to go out and you know where I've been at, Nicobe Dean, my favorite player in the draft. Yeah. And he obviously falls the whole weird medical thing. We'll get into all apparently he's going to play this week, like in practice, all the weird stuff that went down. But. But to come out of this draft, making the move for A.J. Brown, getting a a high, high upside guy in Jordan Davis, and then still finding a way to wait it out and get N'Kobe Dean, I don't know. And we're going to take calls, 215-592-9494. We are going to dive in and get everyone's thoughts on this. But I don't know how you could come on the air today and not be thrilled if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Yeah, I I think it's been an excellent draft so far for the Eagles. I think really at every turn, and we've had our Jordan Davis debate, but to be honest, now that you look at the full picture of the first three rounds, the trade for A.J. Brown, and they're going to be making picks live on air today, so we'll get more to react to as it goes on. But when you look at the first three rounds, I don't see how you give Howie anything but an A, if not an A+. Plus. A++. Plus plus. You know, last year, if you look at last year's draft, I liked the Devontae Smith pick, but then didn't like Landon Dickerson. Didn't really. I as did. The, as the, you did. Yeah. You did. As the draft went on, I wasn't as crazy about it. I feel like as this draft goes, I like it more and more, right? Like, I wasn't thr- super thrilled with the Jordan Davis pick. The A.J. Brown trade is just an absolute steal for the Eagles, and they did pay quite a bit to get him, so maybe steal is not the right word. It's but, but it's a difference maker. It is a and, difference maker. And when maker. you compare it's it to the other deals for the, the Devontae, uh, Devontae Adams, yep. Tyree Kill, those type of trades, and the contracts those guys got, and the A.J.J. Brown is, I think you can at least argue 
it's a good deal for the Eagles. Well, and I think, too, when you look at the trades Howie Roseman has made that we all agree are great trades, the Carson Wentz value he got back, the Sam Bradford trade, all those things, those were for picks. This is the best player Howie Roseman has ever traded for, like as GM, right? He wasn't wow. here for Jason Peters. No, I think he if might you be look, right if about you look that, at this, yeah. In terms of acquiring talent, it's the best player Howie's ever added to his roster. And as we've had hesitation about this year and what next season could look like, the biggest issue for me has been the passing game. And now that they have A.J. Brown, I think the passing game could be considerably better. So I think that's a slam dunk of a trade. And what I like about it is it wasn't like they got A.J. Brown because he's coming off a torn ACL or they got A.J. Brown because of whatever. No, they gave up legitimate value for him, and they paid him legitimate money because he's a legitimate player. Like, this was not a, a bargain bin deal from Howie. They went out and got an elite-level player. So I think the A.J. Brown trade is a great one. And then you look at last night. I really like both the picks, uh, and I know N'Kobe Dean is what we're really going to get into, but I really like the Cam Jersey. N'Kobe Dean! I know, it's your no, guy. I'm so excited. I know, it's, I'm your, like it's your guy you've wanted the whole time. Yeah. It's kind of your, your Justin Jefferson <laughs> in a weird way. It. I can't yeah. believe they got N'Kobe Dean. So we'll definitely get into him, but... I think the Cam Jurgens pick is actually a really good one and a sign, in my opinion, of how, how he's just doing a great job. And we can go back to whenever we were driving up here today and you were saying, really, you know, since last offseason, there's not been a lot you've disagreed with them with. But I think Cam Jurgens is a, is a great pick because it shows that this team and Howie is going about this the right way. Cam Jurgens is not an exciting pick. Cam Jurgens might not even play this year. But when you look at the roster, we talk so much about the quarterback. The biggest thing coming down the, the road or whatever the expression is for the Eagles is the fact that Jason Kelsey might not be here in 2023. And Jason Kelsey is the most important player on the Eagles right now. So if you tell me in the second round they took a player that, A, some people had as the best center in the draft, B, Jeff Statlin really liked, C, Jason Kelsey really liked, and four, uh, and, D. and D. There we wow, go. look at same, me. I was, I was counting on my fingers. <laughs> yeah. um, and D is you know an extremely athletic center. I think it was a, it was an outstanding pick. It won't really get the attention of the Nicobe Dean, the AJ Brown, but I really like the logic behind it. I like that since I've started covering this team, and you know it's been almost ten years now. The thing that I've learned the most from it is they win with the line. Like they, their philosophy of committing to the offensive line is a winning strategy. You see it every year. It's the reason they made the playoffs last year. It's the reason there were a lot of reasons they won the Super Bowl, but one of them was they had an outstanding offensive line. And the way you do that is replenishing it. Last year when they took Landon Dickerson, I didn't like the pick. I thought it was a waste of a pick in the second round. I was like, it's a guard. He has injury history, all those things. I was wrong. Mm -hmm. the, the, the idea to continually commit assets to the offensive line is a winning strategy. So I really like the Cam Jurgens pick. And now, James, talk about, <laughs> talk about your boy. And look, and I'm with you in the sense that if you just flip them around and they take Nicole, I don't even think you have to. You don't have around. to, but but yeah. let's just say in terms of people, because there we will get at least a call or two, a couple calls, multiple calls today of people who didn't like that pick for a number of reasons. I think the biggest one will be, hey, they got so many needs on defense, they needed defensive players there. But I think also, you know, we will get people who said, how could you take a center there, yeah. whatever. If you flip those picks and it's the Kobe Dean in the second and the, and Jurgens in the third, there's not a single person who's upset with that. So you I have agree. to look at it that way. And then on top of it, I think all your points are sound. If Stout likes him, I'm just automatically in. Kelsey, the way he talked about him, you know that Kelsey 
is behind the pick. Look, they we talked a lot about the Jordan Davis pick and how Fletcher can help him and all that. Like, I don't know that that's going to happen. I hope it does, but I don't know that Fletcher Cox is the guy who's going to take Jordan Davis under his wing. Jason Kelsey will take this guy under his wing. I, right. I believe that to my core after hearing Kelsey talk about the pick and how much he loves this guy and how behind the pick he was. I believe that he's going to learn from Jason Kelsey. And to your point, investing in that spot is something the Eagles have proven is a successful strategy year after year. And also, look, if we're going to come into the draft every year and say, stop being the smartest guy in the room, just take the best player yeah. on the board. They clearly took the best player on their board because well, they didn't go by need there. And again, replacing Jason Kelsey is a critical, critical thing this team has got to do once he retires. And you don't want to spend a year of like hoping this is the guy. When you look at who's, a, who's on their roster right now, they have options at center. Like Sayamalu maybe could play it. Landon Dickerson, they talked about him playing it. Landon Dickerson and Jordan Mailata is one of the best. best yeah, you don't best, mess with that. You don't mess with that. You keep him there. Sayamalu can't stay healthy as a free agent after the yeah, year. Yeah, and he probably so, won't be here long term. Yeah, so I think you get your Jurgens in the building. You see, you know, what you have in him for a year, and you hope that, you know, if Kelsey, if Kelsey stays another year, then you know what? That's worth it, in totally. my opinion. Like, then you, you just have him another year, and he sits. And it's not the best thing in the world, but ultimately, the strategy of finding Jason Kelsey, I believe in the strategy of investing resources into that. So, I really like the pick. And so, then, N'Kobe Dean. So, N'Kobe Dean. I mean, it's just a slam dunk it's pick. A, like, it's a yeah. slam dunk Pick. Yeah, so last night as I saw N'Kobe Dean was falling and you see things come out about, you know, he has a pectoral injury and maybe he might require surgery and he's had soft, soft tissue injuries throughout his career and you really see like kind of, I guess, I don't even want to call them red flags because... But there's a... Look, he was on the board at 83. He was he on can't... the board, so there's a reason. Right. But to pair him with Jordan Davis, I just think it's such a slam dunk move by Howie. You look at what they've added on the defense... And when I look at the Georgia defense, I know uh, Javon Walker was the number one pick. But you can make the argument that N'Kobe Dean was the best player on that defense yep. last year. And you can make the argument that Jordan Davis is the best prospect yep. on that defense. Absolutely. Now, I think he has, doesn't have a, a, a high as a floor as a Tra Travon well, Walker. I think like, in some ways he does in the sense that he's going to stop the run. Like, he's, never, he's not going to be a sorry, bust. I guess I should say his, well, his ceiling is there, too. But regardless, you got two of the best prospects on the best college defense of all time from the champion, yeah. from the champion of, of college football. So I think both from just investing in the defense, fans got what they wanted that way. But being around Jordan Davis yesterday and you know talking to Kobe Dean last night, I think like these guys could be foundational pieces for the defense, like trendsetter, locker room like leaders that could come in here. And you know, I don't think the Eagles had a culture problem at all. I'm not saying that. But you can never have too many guys that come in there as college champions that have been from a winning program that can help give the defense a personality. Like Darius Slay is a leader on the defense. He's an elite player. He helps young players. Nothing is wrong with Darius Slay. Darius Slay is an outside cornerback. You need someone in that front, in that front seven that's a, a tone setter, someone that is a physical, tough leader. N'Kobe Dean is that. Jordan Davis, just by the sheer size of him, is that. But also, and I don't want to buy too much into this, but you listen to uh, – a lot of people talk about these two guys, and they were leaders on that team. Yep. Kobe Dean obviously was, but I think Jordan Davis was an underrated, underrated leader on that team. So I really like the picks uh, to pair them together as a believer in friendship. I think they have a better yeah, chance buddy. together than they do separately. I like them coming in here together. They'll probably live together. Like I, <laughs> I love the vibes of that. Like They're both going to have a better chance to succeed together than they do individually. So through three rounds, and we'll find out what the fourth round pick is here. Fifth. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the fourth round's going on now. Right, we'll but they don't have a pick to the fifth. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's an A draft. And at this point, like, frankly, if you don't think Howie is a good GM, I don't know what to say to you. You're just being intentionally ignorant. Like, he's he's clearly been a great general manager over the last year. And this draft is really showing that the way he's making decisions and his process of making them, like, it's been great. Yeah. We'll get to the phones in a minute. 215-592-9494. The Nicobe Dean pick for me, I mean, we came into this draft last week. We're sitting in this exact spot. We did our perfect draft. How is it play? Our dream scenarios, we yeah. called it. And Nicobe Dean was mine, right? It was caught trading up for Kyle Hamilton, which almost, right? And Nicobe Dean. And look, I love the Jordan Davis pick. He was someone I was higher on coming in than you. Yeah. I wanted Kyle Hamilton. I'm still a little bummed that he wasn't the pick there. But I'm even more in on the Jordan Davis pick now after really looking into it. Really, And it, look, a scheme fit, all these type of things. But just the upside of what this guy can be. One of the best athletes in the history of the draft. I mean, you look at his spider chart. Mm-hmm what he is doing at his size compared to guys yeah. 50, 60 well, pounds. Well, say your favorite quote. He's the greatest athlete there in the history is. of the draft, potentially, when you take size and all that into account. And I think a great compliment in terms of play style to Dean, too. You put a big body up there, a smaller linebacker, help each other yeah. out from that perspective, too. Well, and also so much about the draft is projecting and figuring out what these guys will be able to do. It's very easy when the Eagles turn on Georgia's defense. They can say, Absolutely. okay, well, we're going to have that guy doing that, and the guy that was behind him can do that. Do so, that. like, it's right there. And to your point, I tweeted this too, but, you know, you're getting two of the best and potentially in the moment the two best, but two of the best players in the best defense in, yeah. in years in college. And then in, to your to my original point, why I wanted Hamilton and Dean, and I think Davis and Dean fill a similar purpose, is what you were talking about, getting two guys who can set the tone for this defense moving forward. You know how much I've talked about young blue-chip yeah, players. It's your favorite You've got phrase. two potential blue-chip guys on the defense who are leaders, winners, and yep. can grow together. So I also just think, like, when you look at the draft as a whole so far, We've talked a lot leading into the draft, and Howie Roseman said it a lot, about how teams that don't want to stay in the middle take big swings. They go and they, they take risks and they do things. And I think when you look at the draft so far, it, there are a lot of big risks. Jordan Davis is a risk. If he could pass rush, he would have been the number one pick in the draft. There's a reason he fell to number 13, and it's because teams don't think he'll be able to pass rush. If he's not able to, he's not worth the 13th pick. So there's a risk there. It's a big swing, right? Trading for A.J. Brown. A number one and a number three, $100 million, however you want to say the contract. Like, that's a risk. We talked a lot, and people in the station, I know Joe DeCameron, Joe Giglio, I think, are in this camp, of saying, like, you don't win by giving those type of assets to a receiver. That's a big risk. N'Kobe Dean, I love the pick, all that. Every, almost every other team in the NFL said, this guy's got something going on mm-hmm. with, like, a health concern, right? How he took the risk. And I don't say that to diminish the decisions. What I'm saying is I respect the fact that Howie is taking smart risks. In the third round, N'Kobe Dean is a smart risk. He was the best college. He won the award for best linebacker in college football. Leader, all the things we've talked about. That's who you take a risk on at 83. Jordan Davis, we've debated this. I think it's a, there are flaws with the pick. But I can't disagree with the decision with your first and second round pick to take chances on extremely athletic players that are going to play in the trenches. Like, that is a winning decision that a winning franchise makes. So, they're smart risks. They are risks, though. Like, Jordan Davis could end up being a run stopper. Not a big impact. Jernigan, or Jernigan's could never play. Then that, you know, Nicobe Dean could have health concerns. So, there are risks. But I like that he's taking the risk. They're risks I would take. And I think he's just had an excellent draft. And so look, I will, I will... I've been, you know, our dynamic the last two years on this show has been me ripping Howie and you defending Howie. Listen, like, I still blame Howie for the mess that this team got into two years ago, the four-win season after that. 
But I'm sorry, and I'll fight the people today. Like, I, we're going to have Matt Mike call. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. We're going to go to Tom in a minute. I'm going to set that up. But since the team won four games, Howie Roseman has way, made way more great moves than bad moves since then. Like, way more. The Carson Wentz trade, masterful. It's the reason we have A.J. Brown. The trade with the Dolphins, then the trade up to get Smith, masterful. The trade with the Saints, masterful. What he's done this draft masterful not every move has worked there have been the eric wilson's there have been stuff that hasn't worked low, out low money risks. but on the yeah. whole especially the big moves that have needed to be made with this team howie roseman has done a great job i said it did you hear that look at that cut the audio, audio that could be yeah. howie roseman has done a great job and honestly it's time to give the dude a little credit i'm not saying i believe in him forever i'm not saying i'm not where elliot and saying he's a great general manager but you know what for two years now the dude's done a damn good job, and it's yeah. time to give him a little credit. Yeah, I agree, and it seems like he's in a, a streak right now. So we'll see what he does today. Yeah, I think you could see some trades. Obviously, I have two picks, but it's been a great draft so far. 215-592-9494. Let's see where everyone is at. So much to react to, and we're going to start off where we do every Saturday at this time. And what I will say is yesterday on the Midday Show, we took – a lot of phone calls after the first round of the draft, after the A.J. Brown move and the Jordan Davis move, and maybe one of, like, three callers who was legitimately not happy Wow, was our buddy Tom in Abington. Mm. And it was a lot because they did not take Kyle Hamilton and they took Jordan Davis when they made that trade. I also know, because we talk to Tom every week, that Tom is, like me, a big fan of Kobe Dean. This is a moment of truth. So here. we are going to find out. Is Tom from Abington changing his tune now, or is he still upset? Let's do it. Yo, Tommy. Yo, fellas. How we doing today? What up? How you doing, Tom? Hey, I, Elliot, I can tell that you're thrilled. ABC4. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that was, he's too excited. Yeah. I was he on forgot a streak. Yeah. Well, then, what uh, happened was I was looking at my fingers as I was saying it, and I looked down and saw four. That was so. fantastic. It's like Ron Jeremy right. or whatever. Just read well, listen, I'm kind of thrilled. I'm Burgundy. I'm Burgundy. I'm kind of thrilled. Okay. And it's, it. it's, it's going to hinge on one move that still has to be made, and that's going to end Matthew? my phone call. Okay? All right. So. You go to round one, you, you said it. I'm still disappointed they didn't get Kyle Hamilton. Jordan Davis, to me, I don't know. He, he's got the whole weight thing and the motor thing affected by the weight. I mean, that could plague him his whole career. I worry he about could, that. But he's also with an NFL franchise whose mm. sole focus is this now. And, and you know, if this guy – it's going to come – you're right, but it's going to come down if this guy wants to be great or not. And if he does, he'll get it under control. Well, here's the thing as I looked at it, James. Um, I figured, all right, so they traded six picks for two players, night one? Yeah. Okay, yep. so if they didn't make the trade, right, and Hamilton would have fallen to them, no? We don't know. I mean, well, it, it depends. Yeah, I mean, what, he, what Houston would have taken. I mean, you would we don't know what Houston would have picked. Either Jordan Davis, yeah. Well, I guess yeah, they both Houston could have taken Kyle. We just don't know. I, I, like, right. Theoretically, though, you could say there's – because then you assume Jordan Davis goes to Baltimore there. If Houston doesn't take him, then Hamilton's there. Too. Yeah, so you have that trade capital. And as much as I love the fact they got A.J. Brown, I don't know. I still think Debo's going to get dealt. And I think they could have put a package together that San Fran couldn't have resisted. Yeah, but, but I so, think A.J. might be better yeah, than Debo. Yeah, and honestly, honestly you're, you're, paying le you're paying yeah. less for A.J. Brown, both in terms of, of draft capital and money, I think. All right, so that moves to the second round. And when Cam, Cam Jurgens was picked, I was scratching my head. I was like, what? Huh? 
much like I'm sure a lot of callers will say, you know, you were thinking defense. Yeah. But then I, when I heard J- Jason Kelsey talk about it, I felt better about it. But then James, the Kobe Dean. The Kobe I told Dean, you yesterday, I told you yesterday two things could occur to where I'll, I'll do an about face with Howie. And that would be somehow draft Nicobe Dean and, of course, have the honey badger in his back pocket. So that's the last domino that has All to right. fall. We're on the verge. I like yes. it, Tommy. I'll take so it. So does, does Rager get dealt today? I mean, if someone willing to give up a bag of footballs, maybe. I, I, I think mean, there's a chance he's dealt. If you saw, oh he uh, maybe if he gets traded, I guarantee you it's a conditional seventh that turns into nothing, like yeah. cash. All right, well, I'll, I'll and, end it with, but I will say no. I think I I personally think Jalen Rager will be cut at a certain point. Well, I'll end it with this. I want them to get rid of some riffraff, get a couple picks because I want that punter. And what the hell is Belichick doing? You fellas have a great weekend. Tommy, always a pleasure. You got to love Bill Belichick taking the guy who everyone had like a third or a fourth round grade on well, the first round. Well, did you see the, uh, the Rams were doing a press conference? Yeah, that they, they like, thought they thought might get the guy 104. 104. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I think we're all past ripping Bill Belichick for so, his draft moves. Um, you know? Three think, players you know. I, w- I would keep an eye on for a potential trade today. Obviously, Rager we just talked about. I don't think you're getting much for him. Dillard, I would not trade Dillard today unless you're getting some type of conditional pick where he can it, that pick can become a third or you know ideally a second, but a third round pick because I think he's a valuable backup left tackle. And then Gardner Minshew, I think, is also someone that could potentially move today. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think Howie probably wants more picks, but ultimately they view the undrafted free agency class. I think Howie said it last night, like something like 700 players they have as like gradable, signable guys. So. I think they're they're viewing their UDFA class as kind of like their sixth, seventh, you know, those. Look, they've had good history with UFDAs. I mean, comparative to a lot of teams, I mean, we've had a fair amount of guys come through here who made a difference as UFDAs. Yeah, and also just to be honest, like I don't really care that they traded six picks for two players. I don't like, either. Like, they got two good players. Yeah, go get good players. Go get I, the guy you wanted. Like whether or not people agree with the like whether it was Jordan Davis or Kyle Hamilton or whatever, mm-hmm. I philosophically I will not fault the Eagles for saying. That's the dude we desperately yeah. want, and we're giving up a fourth and a fifth to go go over the team that's definitely going to take him. I'm good with that. And you have a better chance. Uh, the chances of hitting on someone in the top 15 are so much higher than they are, like astronomically higher than they are in the fourth or fifth totally. round. So I do get more more uh, you know throws at the dartboard. Like I understand that, but I like being aggressive and going up to get the guy. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. A in my opinion, a great day to be an Eagles fan. And a great day to, you know what, and again, I'm not saying I believe forever long term, but sometimes you got to put your hand up and say, you know what, Howie Roseman has done a damn good job. Man, I haven't seen Howie make you this happy since he won the Super Bowl. I mean, hey, credit where due, and I'm intrigued to see if more people will do that. Like, Mad Mike is on the line. I'm dying to see if Mad Mike will step back and say, you know what? Credit where due because you've done a good job. We got other callers on the line who've been anti Howie, as I have, deservedly so. He's deserved it. The man has done a good job, and I think today we give him a little credit because this draft has been absolutely outstanding. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino and the all new Bet Parks Casino app has you covered for betting on everything: baseball, golf pro hoops hockey and so much more whether you live in pennsylvania or new jersey they have an amazing offer new customers with your first bet make your first bet risk free up to 750 dollars. just download the all new bet parks app right now in the app store google play or at pa.betparks.com and they have 
an amazing boost offer for you for Monday's Philadelphia-Miami game. Game one at 7.30 in Miami. This offer is for all customers. Boosted odds of plus 760. All that has to happen is Philadelphia has to score over 100 points and win the game. That's it. 100 points, that'll happen. A win, that really could happen. They're not a massive underdog. I think this is an amazing bet here. Plus 760 odds seems way too high for this type of offer. The maximum bet is $10. The website has all the terms and conditions. Again, is for all customers. Go to betparks.com or go right to the BetParks app to get this app boost. Again, it is Philadelphia to score over 100 points and to win the game on Monday at Miami. Plus 760 odds. That is insane. No promo code required and again uh, new customers if you want to sign up for the app separate of this new customers you get your first bet risk-free 750 up to 750 dollars the website is all the details visit pa.betparks.com that's pa.betparks.com and use our promo code gobirds that's g-o-b-i-r-d-s to get your first bet risk-free bet parks casino and sportsbook app it's go time that's right, it is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. We're at the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. The all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered as we are reacting to the Eagles, the first, second, and third rounds of the NFL draft. A lot of exciting stuff. A.J. Brown, obviously, the, the top headline, but they get N'Kobe Dean. They get a high-end prospect in the first. It's time to get the people's reaction, Elliot. Yeah, and what I think has been most encouraging, and for Eagles fans, what should be most exciting about the the first two days is they got guys like this was their last chance, I think, to get like true difference makers. AJ Brown, true difference maker. When it, you look at other prospects, you know you're projecting, but Nicobe Dean could be a true difference maker. So they're they're kind of knocking out of the park their last chance to really add talent to the roster. All right, we are going to try and get as much reaction as we can today. Get to as many calls. It is a time for the people to speak. Are you happy with what the Eagles did? I don't see how you're not. I can't wait to hear if you're if you are. I'm intrigued to debate you on that. And also, are, are you willing to give Howie Roseman a little credit like I have? Because it is very been, big of you. Oh, hey, admit when you're wrong. Yeah. Howie Roseman's done a great job. Let's let's keep the train rolling with, with our dude down in Tennessee. What up, feller? How you doing, Justin? What's happening, fellers? How you doing today? What up, Justin? I know you're loving the draft these last two days. You know it. I got a question for you. I know y'all like playing games, so let's play a guessing game. Let's do it. What conference in college football has the best athletics, athletes, and everything in all the world? (laughs) SEC, baby! SEC! That's what I've been saying every year. I say, SEC, not Pac-12. You know, if you want to go Big 12, go Oklahoma. Maybe a few Texas guys. But the SEC is where it's at. And we got three SEC guys this week. Three, yeah. because A.J. Brown went to Ole Miss. Yep, Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're And also, again, like not just SEC guys, but we got two guys on the best defense that college football the has best. seen in a long time. The best. And, and the leader of that defense yeah. in the third freaking round who we all want. Yeah, that, 18 or 19 or whatever. It is unbelievable, it's, Justin, the, the throwing in who we all wanted. It is. Uh, I don't ever. This might be the most popular third round pick the Eagles have ever made. Have that ever, in the ever. moment, in the moment, I mean, has there ever yeah. been a guy, because there's never been a guy who yeah. fell this far, who we all wanted in the first round, but they end up taking the third. Like, it's pretty exciting. Well, here's here's a little something. Last night, me and my wife went out for dinner for our anniversary. Our anniversary was Thursday. Congratulations. And we, thank you. We couldn't go out Thursday night because, you know, I, I got off work late and all that stuff. So we went out last night. 
So I was recording the draft. I didn't look at my phone, anything. Wow. You know, we, we walked around, done a little shopping and stuff. And my son, he didn't go with us. He stayed home. You know, he went to the baseball games to high school and stuff, hung out with some friends. So he texted me, and I told him, I said, look, I don't know what you've texted me. I've not looked. I made my wife text him. He <laughs> said, I don't want to hear nothing else, okay? You know I'm recording it. Leave me alone. I'll look when I get home, please. So he, he abided by the rules. I walk in the house. He said, you see who the Seahawks take? I said, I don't care about the Seahawks. <laughs> so I start watching it on the DVR, and I jumped up. The scared the dog to death when we got in the Kobe Dean. That's awesome, man. Scared the dog to death. I Love was it. so freaking happy, Me too, dude. Man. And, I mean, after it's like uh, Elliot said. After hearing Kelsey talk about the center that we drafted, I, I'm fine. And it's Me almost too. like, okay, Howie made a pick. We're all like, Ugh, mm, really? And then it's like. Knocks it out of the park. Yep. Makes it makes another pick like, yeah, really? <clears throat> Knocks it way out of the park. I mean, this was in McCovey Cove he hit it so far. I <laughs> yeah, mean, I think, it was yeah. so freaking awesome. But uh, anyway, James, I know I sent you a picture of the cake. I bought my yeah. wife for our anniversary. It's phenomenal. <laughs> you show it to Elliot. I will. It's good stuff. <laughs> I made sure they done it in Kelly Green, the writing. Uh, it's but, good work uh, by you, Gus. She got a good laugh out of it. She got uh, a good laugh it. out of it. But love anyway, it. boys, this has been so awesome. Awesome draft. Oh, I love it. Howie, we trust again. You, you're back in my good graces, as you should be, everyone. Go. I'm going to get off, keep listening. Love y'all, mean it. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. See you, boys. You're the best, Justin. My man. No, yeah, I, I, I think with the N'Kobe Dean pick, what's re- what really surprised me was how when they got to the podium, they did not do any of, like – the of like the well you know yes he has a pectoral injury but we're going to be very cautious with him or i know that there were concerns about it you know we don't you know we have we see those concerns our doctors like they were very very clear he will practice when there's a rookie ota they do not think he's going to need surgery the only small out they gave is they said when he comes in all rookies have physicals but it's just interesting to watch how the rest of the league really seemed concerned about this i mean the giants like said we were not drafting him like flat out and the Eagles got up there and was like, nope, no problem at all. So Howie made it clear that he checked with the doctors a lot. And this is a medical call. But in the 83rd overall pick, I think it's a medical risk worth taking. Of course it is. With his with his pedigree, with his upside, what he can mean to the team, what he can mean to the defense. And again, the compliment of Davis, of having that big dude in front of him. I, I just, in the at the 83rd pick, I think it's an absolute no-brainer. And I can't believe he was still there. All right. It's uh, moment of truth time. Here we go. Here's your guest, Elliot Short Parks. Will Mad Mike be willing to relent and admit that Howie Roseman has had a great draft? I don't even need him to admit that Howie's had a great two years because I know he's not going to do that. Will he? What Your prediction, will he admit? I think that, he will. I think he will not. Okay. I think we're getting, oh, AJ Brown's not that good. I didn't even want to Kobe Dean. He's small. He gets hurt. Like, that's my prediction. We will find out. Mad Mike, where you at, buddy? Um, well, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit, so give me a second here <laughs> uh-huh. to get myself organized. So, uh-huh. I'll say this. I am I am suspending my war on Howie Roseman. There it is. Told Breaking you. news! This is, now, this is temporary. If but it I love it. Up, it's, it's back on. But here's my thing. I think what we've seen is a philosophical change in which, the regime is evaluating talent. Mm -hmm. And I think they've switched from whatever stupid metrics they were, they were using that was pushing them to pac 12 and TCU players to just saying, Hey guys, let's just stop making it difficult. 
Let's just go to where the best players are. Let's go to the SEC. Let's draft offensive linemen out of Wisconsin, where they're all at. Like, let's just do it that way instead of beating our brains against the wall. So while I'm not a fan of Jordan Davis, I would have rather had Kyle Hamilton, mm-hmm. I can appreciate the way that they are now pulling players in. It's not from garbage schools. Like, Jalen Rager should have never been drafted. Yes. Like, so – I, I'm fine with that. I love so, this, Mike. So this, you're my, making my. I'm smiling right now. I love. My this. hate is just now all towards Jalen Hurts and that garbage <laughs> quarterback. And like yeah, the only thing. That's I all need, right. I'll take it. This is a this is a great. The only Mad thing Mike, I though. need left is for him to just be cut from the team. We get an actual quarterback that can throw 20 yards down the field, and then I'm fine, guys. I'll be. I'll just be regular, Mike. Mike, you you made my day, buddy. Thank you. This is great. I love this. It's a beautiful thing. I think so, uh, uh, I mean, like that's my that's always been my biggest thing, right? Like we've been doing things the dumbest way possible and it's just like there's Elliot like, Well, I can see why we're doing the dumbest way possible and defending. Well they kept it. winning like, games, so yeah. you know, it worked out pretty well. But like it was just like everybody could see it was the stupidest way to do things except for Elliot. And then <laughs> I had to scream and yell about it because it was the dumbest way. And now they're like, Okay, we're gonna stop doing that. So I'm I not love gonna it. be yelling on the phone anymore mad mike you are my man this is good stuff i appreciate you buddy but it's not chaos with Embiid being out That's, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll still be mad mike we know all right buddy we'll talk to you next week this is great i so it's actually really funny that you first of all wow can we give a wow here we have had the same mad That's mike call the for the entirety of well. our show yeah and Mad Mike, breaking news, all the callers out there, I know you're sitting there like I am right now with a dumb smile on your face. I mean, like, did Mike really say that? Now the but, callers actually like to hear from him. I know. Yeah. They'll be anticipating Mike's call. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, what he said, Elliot, you literally said, not as angrily phrased, but what you, he said, you said to me on our drive out here today, you were like, it just seems like they're making the common sense smart picks. They're doing what you want them to do. It does seem like there's been a, like a, a change a in how they draft, but I do wonder... How much Nick Sirianni has to do with this? Now, I know that how he makes the picks, how he you know, controls the front office, he controls personnel, so he's the one ultimately that makes the decision. But as silly as it sounds, and we all mock Nick Sirianni, well, I shouldn't say all of us, a lot of people mock Nick Sirianni for like his whole dog, you know, dog mentality and car- culture and all that. But if you look at the players that they've used like top-end picks on, they are kind of culture guys. Like they're coming from winning programs. They're guys that you could project to be leaders. So I think that ultimately Howie is, you know, doing the evaluations and Nick's involved in that. But it seems like since Nick got here, like Devontae Smith is like a winning guy from a winning program. Jordan Davis, winning guy, winning program. N'Kobe Dean, winning guy, winning program. I do wonder how much of Sirianni's insistence on having guys that like love the game of football and, you know, are, are leaders and all that, how much that factors in because that is kind of when it changed. Like, when they drafted Nick, and I know it was – I'm not sorry. When they when they hired Nick, coming off of a four-win season, so they had to change things anyway. But it does seem like since Nick Sirianni got here, they're just drafting a lot more of, like, the guys from the best schools. And that seems like a Sirianni-type move. All right, let's see if we can keep this train rolling as there is another of our great callers, and usually less angry than Mad yes. Mike, always less angry. But, but our buddy CJ has been a long Howie – uh, hater as well like i have you know we've been on the same side in a lot of this and let's see where he's at too i'm intrigued to see cj one of the great cars of the station cj how you feeling buddy okay to tell the truth is not how we hate it's to tell the truth about what you see no but i know i know it's I'll just a phrase but you're right you're right it's not it. how he hate that is fair 
I will scrap all of it and I'll go with Howie Hayden and say, hey, Howie did a great, has been doing a great job on paper. I've been yeah. loving what I've been seeing. Even if I don't agree with all the picks, I'm, I told you guys I wasn't a big Jordan Davis guy. Not that he's a bad pick. I wanted Jermaine. I saw him being there. I was like, hey, we got all these picks. We're going to do things. I'm not even a draft pick guy like all, all these draft picks. So what I, we've done for preferred... how we've used yeah. them, how yep. we've used the picks, how he's been moving, I'm like, you know what? He took what Howie has been known his best assets of doing, which is trading and moving, and combined them with bringing in talent, which has always been the thing where we looked at the draft board, and I was just like, man, it would be great to walk away with top-tier talent. I don't care what we say about the players. Every one of these players has been top-tier talent. Yep. We're not looking like, uh, I wonder can he play. Maybe he don't got the heart. Maybe they don't, they don't put it all together, but they have talent. So I'm giving Cowie a straight, you know, a salute to Howie and what he's yes. been doing, the fundamental change as far as how we're bringing in players. And what I feel, this is me, what I feel we're going to get a lot of questions answered in the next year or two. One, we got receive, we got more people to receive the ball. Totally. Two, we got more talent on defense. Now, we still got holes on defense. Everybody knows it. We're going to see if freaking Gannon can coach because it looks like we're moving more to a 3-4 defense. Yeah. That's the reason why I think we really went and got Davis. He, he's explosive on the field, but it's like if he doesn't show up all the time, it's not going to matter. It doesn't matter, but it looks like we're moving towards 3-4 defense. We got a lot of small linebackers. I don't care what nobody says. We got to be realistic about what we got. Do we even got a linebacker that's six foot two? So Davion Taylor, I'm, I think, is decent length, but you're right that they are undersized. Kaiser White's not super big. N'Kobe Dean is definitely undersized. I mean, he's a great player, but he is certainly undersized for a linebacker. So they do have a small uh, – a small linebacking core. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, I wanted, I wanted Dean so bad. And when we pass over him, I was like, you know what? I can't get mad, but I'm like, man, it just always seems like. And before that, freaking the Pats moved up. I was like, they're gonna take it. Me this, too. This, this Yo, CJ, like, CJ, I was sitting there. I was like, Belichick's going to get Dean, and Dean's gonna be like a seven-time All-Pro. Exactly. In, in Dean, yep. when, I was like, when we did, we passed him the first time, I said Dallas is gonna get him. It just, yep. just makes sense. They passed on him. And I was like, man, can we play? And even when we got to the center, I was like, uh. I said, you know what? I can't get mad because this stuff has been making sense, what he's doing. Yep. But then when we came back the second time and got him, I was like, there's nothing that can be said negatively about what we've been doing. Now, I will say this before you guys let me go. We got to get off of this Raker thing. Yes, yes. I know we, we don't like what has happened, but the best way you come out looking good is to not bash your ex. Just let Raker, he's a young guy. We, we know it was, it's not his fault. He's a young guy. I think he's been working hard. He, he worked hard even when I didn't like what he was putting on the field. He's Did been working he, that hard. That was my issue, it's CJ. My hard. issue it's wasn't as hard. much that he's a bad player. It's that he's not running – like he's running soft routes and he's not like putting full effort in there. And You see all these videos of him like loafing through routes and all that. That's my issue. I, I get it. It's just, it's just a combination of things to where it's like, you know what? We got a star receiver. We got good tight end. We yeah. got pieces. I get just it. Let, I we get don't it. even have to say his name. I get it. Just I just want him gone. I get your point. Yeah, see, I want, you know what? I want him to have a fresh start. That's I get what I would it. like to break. Great call as always, brother. Keep him coming. I, like, no, I don't care. Dude, just get out of here. So I, 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 I'm I, not going to not rip Rager. Like, I, sorry. If he if he really did, if I really felt like he was working his ass off and he was running crisp routes and really, like, putting in the time and all that, then maybe I would, but I don't feel that. So, Well, I, I just think at this point both sides would probably benefit from – I think so. I don't think there's a super big harm in bringing him to training camp just to see, but I think both teams would be better off moving on. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. How about this? Some of the 
classic yeah. anti-Howie guys on our show, including me, turning. Well, it's about Howie's time you guys saw a, What the, a draft. Keep them coming. 215-592-9494. Tell you it's James from the Sportsbook at Parks Casino. We're coming right back. Let's go, Birds Radio. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. We are at the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Talking draft. Elliot and I both ecstatic with what the Eagles have done so far. Yeah, I think people should be. I think each pick. I think what's good about this draft so far is you understand the logic of each one. There's been times where during free, during free agency, during drafts, we'll come on and talk about the moves and it's not always clear like what what the reasoning of it is. I think with each pick you can look and say Jordan Davis, ultra athletic defensive lineman that that you take a chance on. Second round, the center, you build through the offensive line, you look for a Kelsey replacement. Like you can go through each one and say this is why you make that move. Nicobe Dean position to need but also really just an incredible value yep. pick at that spot so yeah i think i think howie they, they've done an outstanding job and again the aj brown move like i can't remember one move just kind of changing the whole complexion of a, yeah. a team and a fan base i said this on the i haven't said this to you actually i said this on the radio yesterday like i think there's a, a real and again it all comes down to hurts right that's the the ultimate question mark yeah. right now and you and i are probably more optimistic about him than, than others are but neither of us think he's a lock to be the man or whatever right. But if you take the quarterback out of it, forget the quarterback, and you just look at the surrounding cast on offense, the wide receivers, the tight end, the offensive line, and the running backs, and you put all that together, it's legitimately one of the best they've yeah. ever had. No, we did, we did <laughs> talk about this. Yeah, and how like, if you just look at that, there's not many teams in the league where if there was a draft of just skill position players and offensive line as a combo that have a better setup than the Eagles, though. 215 Let's see if... The reaction is, is, I mean, we got Mad Mike to give Howie a little yes. credit. Today is a day. Let's keep it going. Let's go to another one of our dudes up in Vancouver. Tommy. All right. I began I began last year, going back with Howie season, I began last year being an advocate for getting a billboard saying, fire Howie. So that was my starting point. <laughs> this is where ago. you're coming from, yes. That's, where, that's right. That's right. So now I'd like to do the evolution, the evolution of my Howie take. All when right. he picked Jordan Davis, with Hamilton still on the board, I was worried still that he thought he was the smartest guy in the room. You know, how can you pick a player with weight issues that has the nickname DJ Oreo and not be concerned? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about the but, nickname, the DJ thing, yeah. It, 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 so the upside, though, is Vita Vea, right? Agree. So, which, and Vita Vea, Vince Wilfork. I mean, there have been Haloti Nada. Like, we've seen a lot of these guys who – aren't necessarily elite pass rushers, but are so great as the run-clogging stuff guy in there that they still can be an all-pro level well, type But player. I also think the upside, like, the you upside's hope, way you higher. that he becomes. If you can yeah. turn him into a pass rusher, he is, he to this point, your point you make, like, there there was no one else. Uh, Kyle Hamilton and him are actually unique in the sense that they're two of the few guys that you could get at 13, 14 range in the draft who have a chance to be the best player yeah. in this draft. And then A.J. Brown comes along. That move. I really like it because the miss rate in the first round with wide receivers for all teams, not just the Eagles, is very high. Yeah. So I could see around the league, I could see how we envy starting to grow. Then we had Cam the Rancher Jurgens, second level ability. Rancher. And then Kelsey's comments, I agree. Kelsey 2.0 there. And then Nicobe Dean, oh my God, I jumped out of my seat and I screamed. It was like, it was like the double doink. It was just so exciting. So it really I, it was, was. It was so and exciting. Paired. And a last, a last point, a last point. God, I was so excited by that. The last point, though, was I turned to my five-year-old, and I said, next, they, 
better pick a cornerback and not a quarterback next. And he turned to me. <laughs> well, I, I even think it's he 51 looked at me and, people worried about that. Right. Well, he looked yeah. at me in the eyes and he said, the honey badger. Yeah. So, no. Howie, Howie, it's Howie season. Let's let him go to work. I love this, Tommy. Great call. All the Howie, anti-Howie people are on board. Quickly, let's get to that. We'll get back to the phones in a sec. The Matthew thing, we talked a lot about it leading up to the draft, yeah. the whole process. Obviously, you know, had the virtual interview with them, all that stuff. Where are you at with the Matthew thing? How real do you think it is still? I think there's a very real chance. I think they're certainly in it right there with the Saints. They they have the money to do it. We haven't seen the A.J. Brown contract yet in terms of how that impacts things. It's important to remember, like, that's an expensive deal that they, they uh, acquired so, or that, that they gave out. So that could impact their cap space. But from a need, it's certainly still there. I think uh, if you're the Honey Badger, you're probably more interested in coming to the Eagles than you were before when you see that yeah, now they've added yeah. on defense, yeah, the, sure. the A.J. Brown acquisition. So. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's certainly still a possibility. Yeah, I do too, and I think it makes a lot of sense. And obviously, it'll come down to the the contract of it all and all that. But I, I definitely think there's a real po- and look. I think them not ending up with Kyle Hamilton makes it more likely they could end up with the Badger. Yeah, as he did talk about not wanting to block guys. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Mount Laurel and talk to our buddy Dennis. Yo, Dan. Esp. What up, man? Yo, man. Seltzman, how you doing? Uh, pleasure, Dennis. Pleasure, my friend. How are you? Good. You know. Getting that wide receiver is going to make Quez Watkins' life a lot easier now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, not, they're going to have to single cover him. And I would say I've never been a Howie hater. I've never been a pro. I've sort of been in the middle. He did a great job. Yeah. He did a great job. I don't know how you – honestly, again, I've been very critical of Howie Roseman for a, a long yeah, period of time. I know you have. And I don't know how you can't – You know, I, I honestly think it would be disingenuous to not step back when the guy does a good job and say, yeah, I think he did a really good job. Yeah, he, he made some mistakes. They all do. Nobody's perfect. But uh, over the last 18 months, not been many better GMs in the league. Really? You're, Dennis, you're right. Like, really true. Again, I go back to the Carson Wentz trade from that moment forward. Yep. You know, he has made more, way more good moves than bad, and some of the good moves have been outstanding. I mean, the Wentz trade itself, that Saints trade, I mean, he has made some brilliant moves in that time. Maybe the Sixers could hire him and do something with uh, uh, Tobias. Huh? Uh, hey, Dennis. Oh, Tobias might have been, been good. Yeah, Dennis, always a pleasure, buddy. Um, I think what he said is true that in terms of helping Quez, A.J. Brown makes everybody on the offense better just in the way that now Devontae's going against number two cornerbacks. Quez is in the slot and dealing with number three cornerbacks instead of dealing with the potential burden of playing on the outside opposite Devontae. Dallas is in a better spot. So that's what happens when you add elite talent and not just acquire draft picks. Like, it impacts things on the field right away, and that I just think it helps the whole offense by acquiring. Let's go to Glenn Olden and talk to Robert. Hey, buddy. Hey, James. How you doing, man? What a pleasure. Hey, ESP, first time talking to you. How you doing? My man, appreciate it. How you doing? Good. James, I'm the one with the Mr. Softy guy. I actually played music the other day. So. What'd you say, Robert? I actually played Mr. Softy music the other day. I know Robert. you, Robert. You call all the time. I, yeah, talk listen, to you, I talk to you like four times a week, Robert. Listen, I got one thing to say. My grandmother, very hard woman, very tough woman, but she gave me one bit of advice, and, I, and, and it kind of defines how I feel about Hallie now. I have to give, she said, give credit where credit yep. due. yep. And I'm, I'm with you, James. I'm not ready to give him another three-year extension on top of what he just got. But I got to give him credit. Last year and this year, listen, uh, he's, you know, getting A.J. Brown in the trade. You know, we all went out of our minds when he got to Kobe Dean. And my prediction real fast on him is 
day one starter. That's what I'm saying. I agree. love that. I love think he's going to be day one starter. Just, you know, just hopefully it works out, but that's my prediction. Oh, look, um, I mean, it's not like he has a ton of guys he has to beat out. It's more of a, if he's healthy, he probably will be. Listen, it's just one of those things. You all get caught up in analytics, whatever sport you want to talk about. Sometimes you just look at the players. You know, if we're going to take defense, let's try and take defense from the best defensive team in college football that year or in the past several yeah, years. the captain of the defense, like the most right. important player for them in the moment. And, yeah. and, what, and what I want to say on top of that is, okay, none of you guys might work out, but I can't blame Howie for that. Howie, Howie has done everything that I want him to do. Now it's up to the players. Now it's up to A.J. Brown to come here and be a stud. Now it's up to you know, these draft picks to come out and produce because Howie can't do that for him. All he can do is pick them and put us in the best position. Now it's up to the players, you know what I mean, to do uh, their part. A hundred percent, Robert. Great call. And, and you're right. Yeah, now guys got to come in and, and play and stay healthy and all that good stuff. Yeah, and I mean, ultimately, how the results of this draft bear out, how we hold responsibility of that for better or worse. But I think you can look right now at the uh, at the the logic of each pick, and you can say like they're all picks that right now we understand the logic of two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand on what the Eagles have done so far in the draft? And and if you've been like me and been been very critical of Howie Roseman, are you willing to step back and say you know what? Got a pretty good job so far. Two one five five nine two. 9494 it's Elliot it's James it's Goldbirds Radio and the all new Bet Parks and Casino and Sportsbook app as you cover betting on baseball, golf, probes, hockey and more whether you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey they have an amazing offer for new customers make your first bet risk free up to $750 just download the all new Bet Parks app right now in the App Store Google Play Store or pa.betparks.com and if you do there's a amazing offer for you right now for game one in Miami Philadelphia versus Miami Offer for all customers, boosted odds of plus 760. Great odds for Philadelphia to score over 100 points and win the game. That's it. If they score over 100, they win the game. Boom, plus 760. That is an insane bet. Maximum bet is $10. Website has the terms and conditions. Again, it's for all customers. Philadelphia to score over 100 points in game one in Miami and win the game plus 760. No promo code required. It is an amazing deal. And again, for all new customers, if you do sign up, new customers get their first bet risk-free up to $750. The website has all the details. Visit pa.betparks.com. That's pa.betparks.com. And use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. BetParks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's go time. It is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. The draft on right now. Washington takes a quarterback. I'm sure Carson Wentz will handle that well. He's well, not history just, of handling those things well is, is you know, yeah, I'm sure well he's documented. Like, he gets to Washington, they're immediately draft his uh, successor. <laughs> now the fifth round's a little different, but they yes. take Sam Howell out of North Carolina, a guy that going into this uh, last college football season was viewed as like a first round talent. He ended up having a bad year because I think the roster there wasn't very good. But yeah, if you're Carson, you know, another draft re- a weekend where you're like, what's Love going it. on here? Love it. 215-592-9494 taking your reaction on what the Eagles have done in the draft so far. Elliot and I both have given them 
A plus grade so far. And we got a pick did. coming up. It and we have like, a pick uh, coming up. You three, will hear six, it nine. live on the air about, what, 10 picks away? A little less yeah, than 10 that, picks something away, like that. Yeah. So you will hear that pick live on the air. We will tell you what the Eagles do with the fifth-round pick. I'm sure it is going to be someone that we've heard of and know everything about. I think that is probably a lock. 215-592-9494. But for now, your reaction on what the Eagles have done so far. And, and if you're like me, someone who's been critical of Harry Roseman, are you willing to step back and say, Pretty good job so far from Howie. 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Ocean City and talk to our buddy Chris. Yo, Chris. Yeah, what's going on, guys? What uh, up, so man? How you the doing? Way, I'm, I'm super pumped about this draft. And the way that I view it is basically like how we hit for the cycle in baseball. Jurgens wow. is basically hard hit single up the middle. Can't be mad at it. Davis, double off the wall, paying attention, like it. <laughs> Nicobe Dean, stand-up triple, get the crowd going, everyone's freaking great. out. Yeah. And the A.J. Home Brown, run. a no-doubter homer. This and is then, it. Chris, Chris, real quick, this is an all-time great analogy. Well done. Well, you're going to love the next part. And then Howie's press conference was akin to him doing a slow trot around the bases <laughs> and glaring at the pitcher. And then I just have this visual of them panning to the pitcher and the face, and you realize it's Tom Donahoe. <laughs> and, uh, and and that was my biggest takeaway. I like how much thought that, you put into that analogy. That was well you. done. Yeah. And uh, that's my biggest takeaway is that this time last year, I was I remember calling freaking out just about that whole yeah. public mess of them screaming back and yep. forth. And I hated that second round pick and the sky was still falling. And to think of how far we've come. And then even how we like, you know, he, I don't know if you noticed, but he was like flashing around a $100,000 Royal Oak on his wrist. And uh, he's, like, joking, laughing around. And yeah, I Howie was him. definitely like, in a great mood last night after, oh, yeah. uh, after getting and he was being, Well, he should be. He got to Kobe Dean. I would be, too. And then, and then he was like, yeah, you know how we roll. We build from the lines out, so obviously we're going to pick a guard. Like, he was just yeah. – he was oh, feeling man. himself. I don't love anyways, that. I want him to tighten it up a little so bit. So I do think to get great. back to your analogy, it's an excellent one. But – I think that the that Jurgens could end up being a home run too. Like I get that right now, why you would th- say it's a hard hit uh, single. I agree with that, but he plays probably the most important position of any player that they've added th- this weekend. So well, I just think I it, don't know if that's true. Well, center. Yeah, what well, do you think? But, center is more important than a defensive tackle. I think defensive tackle is yeah. more valuable position. I mean, who do you think is the most important player on I the think, team right now? I think now? specifically because of Jason Kelsey, the value of center in this offense right now is higher. But I don't think in a vacuum a center is more important than a defensive tackle. I think they're probably close to comparable. But the, the point I'm making is I think that that pick is an incredibly important one. Because so, of Kelsey, I think it is in yeah, a lot of ways, yeah. too. Chris, great call, man. Keep them coming, brother. Yeah, for sure. Take it easy, guys. All right, good call. Yeah, that, and I, what an analogy. I love that. That was very clever. Yeah, and, that and one ready. Yeah. And look, I you know any of the look Jordan Davis could absolutely be a Jordan Davis could be a grand slam in terms of where the they Kobe got him Dean to what could. he could. So good, all of them could, and obviously all of them could go the I other way. I think when, when you look too. at this draft class, and this is you know it's draft weekend, it's overreaction weekend, so it is what it is. But like if the Eagles are competing for a Super Bowl two years from now, wherever, like this feels like a foundational weekend. Guys I, that, I, I, on the offensive call. line, the defensive line, the number one receiver, and then Nicobe Dean feels like somebody that, you know, for years people could be looking at and saying, Look, you can get a Nicobe Dean in the third round. Right? I think like, I think that's I tweeted it last night and I think that when we look back, not just Eagles fans, like when people talk about the draft, we're gonna look at Nicobe Dean as one of, if not the steals of the draft. Yeah. I think he's going to be one of the best Eagles linebackers we've had in a long like Trot. Like Trot taken in the third round, the bad knees thing, all yeah. that. And he ended up being a, a, a legend here. I think I honest I know it's a bold thing to say, but I think that when we look back, 
N'Kobe Dean is going to be an Eagles legend. I think he's wow. going to be that good an Eagles linebacker. I love the just overreaction weekend. He's but my I, favorite player in the I, draft. I, I can't believe they got him at 83. It's unbelievable. I also think that when it comes to the draft, there can be overthinking by general managers and front offices, like arm length and all that. What really stood out to me last night was, as N'Kobe Dean was falling, so many players were tweeting, how is this yes. guy falling? Like yes. The players recognized, I mean, even just at Georgia, all the talent on the defense, and they look to him as the leader. Like, I get the measurables. I get all that stuff, the spider charts. Ultimately, players that played with him or watched him play said, this is a guy that is great at what he does. And to get that in the third round, like, it's a steal. Let's go to Virginia and talk to John. Johnny. Hey, how you doing, guys? What's going on, man? James, let me congratulate you, man. I've heard the pain in your voice all these years over Justin Jefferson, and you got your guy. Congratulations. <laughs> I know, man. Honestly, I, John, I, like, you know, I don't know if I'll ever truly get over Justin Jefferson. Them getting N'Kobe Dean at 83 is is truly the opposite equivalent of that. I do feel like some level of, of you know, just true. It has haunted him for years. It has. So, yeah. so I do feel some <laughs> level of vindication here. You're right. Yeah. Well, if I could, I just want to throw out my draft take and then just shoot two quick points at you, and then I'll let you get to the other callers. So, all right, let's hear um, So my take on the draft is is that for all four players that we acquired, I think that I'm looking over the next one to two years, I'm looking at at least a floor of functional starter that we're happy with in all cases with the potential for Pro Bowl in, yeah. in all four. So um, real well, happy I mean, A.J. That. Brown's already made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah true. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. think that, that's gonna, what I think is good about all the picks is, it just seems like their guys are going to be able to contribute. Obviously, Jernigan's might sit, but they look like guys that are ready to contribute right away if they need it. So. Yeah, we may be wringing our hands for a little while about you know who's going to start in the secondary, but you know, best player available. We did and, it. All, and all, also, all yeah, and that is a good point, and that's what I said with the, the Jurgens pick. That's why I yeah. can't rip it. They took best player available. Clearly, it wasn't a need. But also, look, there, there's always guys you can add. I mean, they got Steven Nelson in, what, like August yeah, last year? Yeah, two days before training. It wasn't yeah, great, but he was a, he was a fine camp. starting yeah. corner for you. They made the Darby trade. There are June 1 cuts. I do. I get the being concerned about the secondary. Matthew's still out there. Like, I think they will address those spots at least somewhat adequately. Well, and, and I also think when you look at both sides of the ball, if there's one area you have to be weak at, I think you would probably pick number two corner and safety. Like, they have studs at re- two studs at receivers. They have a great running game. They have a great offensive line. They've improved their defensive line. They have a number one corner. The linebackers, I think, have been significantly improved with Kaiser White as well. So, yeah, they do have holes for sure, but I think they're at areas where if you had to pick a place, like, that's probably where you would pick. Yeah. And last two things, and I'll let you get back to all the other callers. But number one, with our fifth-round pick coming up, I need the punt god, Matt Areza. Yeah, crazy. Well, two punters run, have yeah. gone already. It's, run I know. it's he's, shocking. He's still, he's still sitting there. He's it's sh- sitting I'm there. shocked by it. And then the last thing is, um, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devontae, Jalen Hurts, yeah. Ren is due. Let's go. go yeah, you're, you're right, Johnny. Great call, man. Keep them coming. Yeah, Ren is due. I mean, they, that's due. his phrase, but it's true, and – you said, I think on the pod, um, we were talking about DeCamera said no more excuses. And I, I phrased it differently. But my thing is, we'll know. Like, this is it. This is the year we will know one way or the other. Is Jalen Hurts the long-term answer yeah. for the Philadelphia Eagles? We will find out this season no matter what. And they're making his job easier. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're certainly putting all the – oh, they're, they're setting him up to fail. That is out the window. Right. They are putting Jalen Hurts in an incredibly good position 
to be successful. It is on him now. I saw a poll. I think it was either on Twitter or on TV or something. And they were saying, of these four groups of receivers in the entire league, who would you want to have? And the Eagles were on that. Like, oh just think God. about that. It's unbelievable. Like, if you look it at, never happened in our life, Ellie. If you look at where this offense was in 2020 in week one, they were starting Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Travis Fulgham. I guess Fulgham hadn't made it yet. But if you just look at the, t- the difference in talent and age, I mean, it took two years, but Howie has really turned the skill position group around to a lot of young, talented Blue chip players. Yeah, I mean, A.J. Brown's a 24-year-old blue chipper, buddy. It's yeah. huge. All right, let's go to Ballot. Kim wouldn't talk to our buddy Jay. Hey, Jay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How y'all thought it was going? What, what up, Jay? You super excited. Super elated. I ain't going to lie. I didn't. I wasn't crazy about the uh, uh, Jordan. Uh, Jordan Davis, man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I really wanted Kyle Hamilton there. We need that safety, man. I'm, are y'all in agreement with me? I wanted Kyle Hamilton so, too, but I, I'm I'm really happy. Like I'm you. really happy with the Jordan Davis pick. Like if Hamilton were not on the board, like Davis is the guy I would have taken. But I agree, my my top choice there was him. So Jay, actually, thank I'm, I'm you. With you. I got a buddy oh. on hold who's trying to tell me I'm wrong for feeling that way. <laughs> so I, actually, I don't. I'm the only, I'm the only Davis person could be that great, wanted Kyle man. Hamilton. No, that well, that's not true. A lot of people want to Kyle. Thank you, but the third round pick. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people great should be excited about it. I agree. It's great. a, it's a great pick in three. Eagles history. Let's go! Wow, Jay and Ballard Kimwood, we love it, buddy. Best, you, baby. Everybody uh, have a good Saturday, man. God bless. Oh, uh, you too, Jay. What well, Jay coming in hot, leaving hot? I well, love it. He's the only GM never win a Super Bowl in Eagles history. Well, he's so true. that right there. Yeah. Here's here's what I'll say. And I was not big. I was not big on Jordan Davis going into the draft. I've since come around to it a little bit. I think taking him over Kyle Hamilton was the right decision. Like, Jordan Davis certainly has some things he has to improve on, but he is an ultra-athletic defensive lineman. They just flat-out have more value than safeties do. They just flat-out do. And Kyle Hamilton, you know, had a bad 40, and everyone says, like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing with Reger. Like, people said that with Reger when he ran a bad 40. It was like, well, it's actually not a big deal. He ran a bad 40. False equivalency, though. I mean, Kyle Hamilton played at a better program, and his tape was way, way better than Right, but the point I'm—I agree with you, but the point I'm making more is, like, there are red flags with Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton dropped, you know, two fourteen, like when he was initially expected to be a top five pick, or at least in that in that conversation. So, I, I think Kyle Hamilton could end up being a great player for sure. But I don't think passing on Kyle Hamilton for Jordan Davis was the wrong decision. I actually think it was the right one. Yeah, I I wanted Kyle Hamilton, and I obviously that that's what I said prior, and I, I still feel that way. But I still wanted Jordan Davis, and I still think in a vacuum, forgetting the Kyle Hamilton part of it. The Jordan Davis pick is is a really good pick in that spot, especially considering again, like there are not that many guys in this draft taken in the middle of the first round or later who you can look at and say they have a chance to be the single best player in this draft. We could come out of this in five years and say, oh yeah, the best athlete ever at a premium position yeah. ended up being the best player in the draft. What a shot! And that's why I think that although I have my reservations about the pick, he has to pass uh, rush the passer to be worth it. I think if you just take enough chances on defensive linemen that are ultra-athletic, like sooner or later you're not only going to hit on a few of them, but your team's going to be really good because ultimately it's about winning at the line of scrimmage. The Eagles need to improve their pass rush and their defensive line more than they needed to improve their safety group, in my opinion. So he has to show he can rush the passer. That's going to be up to the coaches and all that. But just taking an ultra-athletic defensive lineman, like I can't poke too much – too many flaws also that. and look this is you know we're not like scheme experts you know we know a lot we cover the sport all that but it's not we're not all 22 guys right. you know i will defer to all the all 22 guys out there who are saying 
Jordan Davis and Jonathan Gannon scheme is like a literal perfect fit. He is the guy that that dude needed to make yeah. happen what he wants to make happen. So, like, I hope it's true. It's on your boy, John Gannon. Let's go. No well, excuses. Well, he was already good last year. Yeah. So once you give him but more I, talent. But I will defer to that type of thing. 215-592-9494. Let's go to West Philly and talk to Dan. Yo, Danny. Yo, what's going on, man? Mowing the lawn. I love it. What up, buddy? Uh, so listen, I was pissed when he got that extension. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was going to be three more years of just basically being average. Uh, but dude, he's earning it. He's earned it so far last year and this year. I, I, we've got significantly better and nobody else in the division has. I mean, if these guys pan out, this could be the most impactful draft. I mean, Dean could be an all pro guy, a linebacker. Obviously we talked about Jordan Davis, bring AJ Brown in. But my real question is, if you're the Honey Badger and you wake up this morning, do you feel any better about coming to Philadelphia? Are you any more excited after all these moves and everything that we're doing? Yeah. Because if we could bring him in at safety, right? Like, I know there's a lot of talk this whole offseason about guys didn't want to come here, receivers, quarterbacks. Nobody wanted to play here for different reasons. But I got to think it's it's an exciting time to come to Philadelphia. We can have it safety. Well, I think – I think Honey Badger is definitely, look, he wants to get the most money he can. This is his last, you know, whatever contract he's going to get of, of any sort of substance. Yeah. But I also think that he's talked a lot about wanting to have a chance, wanting to win. And I don't know how you couldn't look at the Eagles now. Adding A.J. Brown, adding these Georgia guys who we all watched, everyone watched, playing the national championship game and the SEC championship game and all that, like, yeah, I don't know how if you're Matthew, you don't look at it and say, like, yeah, I want to go play with those guys. Well, also, he knows he can come to Philly. And he's Dan, great be, call, buddy. He's going to be the number one safety getting the most snaps of anyone at the position, which is ultimately important for him. That's another good point, and the, yeah. The, the two things he's looking for, look, I, I don't think that he's looking at the Eagles and saying this is a place I can win a Super Bowl next no, year. No. But if you look at the Eagles and the Saints, like, I think there's a, there's a decent argument to made the Eagles have a better chance of going further in the playoffs. I think they are absolutely yeah. a—I think the Saints are going to be bad. I don't, or maybe not bad, bad, but I think the Saints are like a 7-8 win team. I think the Eagles are a double-digit win team wow. right now. I really do. I, and to the point Dan made, I think that Dallas is still the favorite and should be, but Dallas lost Randy Gregory. They lost Amari Cooper. They didn't really add anything to those spots to kind of recoup that. They're hoping young guys step up. They're making draft picks, but— you can absolutely make, and especially with the Giants, the Giants got better by bringing in Dayball and Schoen and all that. They're going to be better I just like by having competent people yep. running their, their franchise, but they're still way further away. You can absolutely look at this offseason and say the Eagles improved the most. I don't think there's any question, actually. Yeah, and I guess if you look at it, too, the fact that no team has repeated as NFC's division champions in what, like 15 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 17 so or This whatever. is a bit of, you know, but if you take the Cowboys out 18. of the equation, I mean, the Eagles... I would say I have the best chance of the remaining three to be the one that becomes I would a too. New division champion. I would, too. Let's keep it rolling with our guys. Go to South Philly and talk to Darren. Yo, Dave. What's up, brother? What's up, ESP? What up, can man? Just, How you doing? Can we just pump the brakes, please? I am, I'll give Howie credit for two of the picks, but not one. And here's why. Does anybody remember a certain free agent that the Redskins signed named Albert Hainsworth? David yeah. screams. Hainsworth tendency. Well, to hold up, though, hold up, hold up, Darren. You realize that Albert Hainsworth was a a all pro level player before becoming a free agent bust, right? Like Albert Hainsworth I, I, signed I, I, that it, contract it, with Washington it, because he was one of the best defensive linemen in football. So, the, like, if we get the first seven years of Hainsworth, I'm in. Please give me that guy. 
Uh, but that's what I said. I don't get that. He has the I mean, tendency. Hainsworth was a knucklehead. This kid, Davis, seems like about as good a kid as you're ever going to get into a program. I'm not saying the knucklehead ass. I'm saying the That's effort. what Hainsworth, that's, but no, 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 no. The reason Hainsworth didn't work out eventually is because he was a knucklehead. And, and the effort all that stuff, like, Jordan Davis seems like a, a wonderful person who's going to, you know, the effort needs to be there the, to, to keep that's the weight off and I all that. But effort. I'm okay I, I think with he's everything give about effort. this kid. Everything about this kid I'm okay with but the effort. Got to give 110%. We'll see that. However, we do need a safety, and if we get the Badger, I'm great. I mean, I was like you, bro. I was screaming like, what the actual bleep when um, we drafted uh, the kid at number two, and then I heard Jason say he was his favorite center. He's looked over and given his input the In last years, couple years. he said, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, so I'm like, all right, Jay. I, I tr- and Jason, I trust any man that helps lead us to a uh, Super Bowl and then gives the greatest speech ever. I trust and he's also an all-pro center. Like it's not like that guy doesn't know what it takes to be no, successful no, I mean, I in that, that position. That's what I'm saying. I, I trust Jason, but I am mad at you, bro, because you spoiled the pick for me. I was watching on my phone, and then I see your tweet come through, and then 30 <laughs> seconds, I'm like, I go ballistic. I'm excited, but I'm like, bro, you had a tweet for me now? Yeah, I don't. I mean, well, don't Darren, check Twitter. Darren, you no, should know better. Say. I mean, everyone on Twitter is tweeting the, the well, picks. I mean, out, unfortunately, so. not everybody on Twitter. Could get, I get an alert through you. Darren, here's the thing. That is probably the only time in the history of my Twitter that I've ever been out in front of anything ever. <laughs> I tweet like five times a, a week. So it was good. hilarious. It was yeah. hilarious, brother. I uh, just had I to grind it. you up. But um, Go Birds, I'm baby. About AJ, but I do think how we gave up too much to uh, move up to get Jordan. I mean, not Jordan. Uh, to get I get Dan. your point. I, get I, your I point. don't understand how it cost. I think whoever, whoever traded up before us, I think it was Detroit, gave up like Two fifth rounds or something. No, 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 and no, no. They, they gave they, up. They gave up a second, and and yeah, they, they gave up a second. Yeah, they gave up Thirty-two and thirty-four. Seconds. They and didn't then, swap any picks though. They, they went up. Per, look, I, and D, good call. I think I actually think Minnesota didn't get enough for that. Like for how far Detroit had to go up there, I was surprised by that. But I mean, the Eagles gave up a fourth and a fifth to go up and get their guy. I, I get the complaints about it, but for me. I'll do that every time. I mean, fifth a fifth round pick is like a lottery ticket. Yeah. Like the chance of a fifth round pick hitting are slim. And I would, like I said, I'd rather have the Eagles draft with conviction instead of saying, "Well, we we're going to go up, but we didn't want to pay it." Like they they missed out on Dalvin Cook because of that, where they didn't want to pay pay to go up. So I, I agree. Like maybe it's a slight overpay, but how he understands draft value, I think that's one of his strengths. And if that's what it took, and he thought it was worth it, you know, I, I tend to give him the benefit of the doubt there. We'll see if the evaluation was correct. But I think the trade in terms of the value. I think it was fine. 215-592-9494. Continuing to take your reaction to what the Eagles have done so far in the draft. An A-plus draft as far as I'm concerned. So far, and they pick in two picks. So. so when we get back, we will have the pick live for you as it happens as Howie Roseman continues to dominate this draft. Yeah, I said it. Look at that. Yeah, man. I said Look it. Howie Roseman. You get him one player he likes, and all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in on Howie right now. I'm, I'm willing to admit that. You know, even even being critical of Howie, the man has done a really good job, and, and you got to give him credit. 215-592-9494. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio, and the all-new Bet Parks and Casino Sportsbook app has you covered for betting on baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more, whether you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. They have an amazing offer for you, new customers. You make your first bet risk-free up to $750. $750. Just download the app. The all-new Bet Parks app right now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or pa.betparks.com. And, and even another amazing deal for you for all customers. They have a, a boost promotion 
for Monday's Philadelphia-Miami game down in Miami. Game one, an amazing boost offer, boosting the odds to plus 760. All you have to have is Philadelphia to score over 100 points and to win the game. That's it. Over 100 and a win, plus 760. Those are insanely great odds when all you need is Philadelphia to score over 100 and to win the game. The maximum bet is $10. Website has all the terms and conditions. Again, this is for all customers. Philadelphia over 100 and to win the game, plus 760. Amazing odds. You need to get the all-new Bet Park Sacito and Sportsbook app. And again, here's the deal. For new customers, when you sign up, you get your first bet risk-free up to $750. The website has all the details. Visit pa.betparks.com. That's pa.betparks.com. And use our promo code Go Birds. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's go time. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook coming to you live from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. The all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered. All right, let's keep rolling on the phones. The Eagles were on at 154, and of course, they traded back. As expected. So you the, know, I think that especially with how he giving away so many picks the first couple right. of days, I think him trading out of this spot was about as predictable a Howie move as you'll ever see. What was the trade, Ali? Do you have the details? Yeah, so they traded pick 154 to the Jaguars, so Howie and Doug working together Always again. smart to trade with Trent Baalke as far yes. as I'm concerned. Uh, for picks 188 and 198. So those would be... Uh, uh, those would be six six round picks? Yeah, they'd be two At six. least one. Yeah, Which makes six. sense. You know, give up the fifth for two six. You know, if they're... If you're looking at your board and to Howie's point when he's talking about 700 UFDA guys, right. I'm sure there are a fair amount of guys that they like in this range of the draft. 40 picks probably doesn't matter that much to them comparatively. Yep. So it makes sense with giving up the picks, accumulate a few more. All right, 215-592-9494. So we will not be bringing you a pick live on the air. Rob Unlikely. Ellis coming up next. We'll yes. be bringing you a pick live on the air. So listen to Rob for that. 215-592-9494. Let's continue to try and get as many calls in, get as many people on the record with how they feel about the draft so far. So far, Elliot. People Short are happy. Play. Unanimous. I mean, we've had a couple, a couple Jordan Davis days, a couple center over but then they get Dean, even to the point it has been so unanimous that Mad Mike came on this show today and gave Howie Roseman credit, maybe potentially the most stunning moment in Go Birds radio history. If not WIP. Yeah, sure. If not WIP. If not. Yeah, so up there. So so are you there with us that, that you are ecstatic about the draft and also giving Howie Roseman some credit for the job he's done? 215-592-9494. Let's go to Chester and talk to Nick. Hey, Nick. Yeah, what's up, fellas? going on man uh wow i mean listen man like i'm, I'm not gonna lie to you guys i don't think i've been this um positive about howie roseman honestly since we hoisted the trophy man like wow I mean, honestly nick so, and nick you're you're are you on like a speaker bluetooth it's kind of hard to hear you're kind of going in and out but but as you fix that I, i'm with you man i've been as everyone knows anyone who's listened to this show in particular i've been very critical very down on howie roseman for the last few years and and right now i'm i'm really impressed with the job he's been doing yeah is this better it is better go ahead all right awesome so yeah i mean like honestly when i look at the, the picks he's made like my least favorite one probably is jordan davis and like i i, I still really like that pick you know mm -hmm. like i think i think he's just done a really nice job um I've always liked that he values the lines. I think that's what, what smart general managers and what smart teams do. Yep. So that, you know, that makes me happy that we got a nose tackle, not a nose tackle, but a, a, an interior stud on the D-line in Davis. And then 
we got uh, Kelsey's hopeful replacement. And then, listen, man, like that's that's an all-time um, fall and and steal for us with Dean. Like, it, it, I, I mean, I'm I'm sitting there watching last night, and I'm just like, he's not going to fall this far. He's not going to fall this far. Buddy. Is he really? Same, like, buddy. When 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 New England didn't take him before us, and they took that that speedy receiver from Baylor, I was like, this this is just this is crazy. I mean, we 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 better end up with this guy. I, Nick, I felt the exact, and you know, like everyone knows, I was all about Nicobe Dean coming into the draft. I would have taken it with the 18th pick in the draft. Obviously, clearly that yeah. would have been a little incredibly, bit of value. Yeah. Would have been incredibly stupid. That's why how he well, does. Unless the job it turns that, out to be good. Yeah. Either way, you're right. Ultimately, that's all that matters. But Nick, I was so with you. And then when they didn't take him, and again, I'm with you. Like, build through the lines. I didn't hate the center pick because it was a center. I just hated it because it wasn't N'Kobe Dean. He was yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And then to get to 83 and him sit there, and then they actually do the thing we all want them to do. Really thrilling stuff, man. Yeah, it was it was awesome. And, you know, listen, how, how good they'll be this year, they're, you know, all of a sudden they're they're kind of a young team, if we're, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. And so a little bit of inexperience, a lot of, you know, first and second year guys that are going to have to be big contributors. So, how good will they be? We'll see. But I know one thing. Um, over the last couple of days, I think they're they're going to be a lot more fun now. Lick, great call. Love it. The Howie, the Howie critical people are, are coming around what he's doing it. But to his point there, uh, you know, how good they'll be this year. And look, mm-hmm. they are in a, a conference. All of a sudden, we've talked a lot about it, but the conference is flipped. And the NFC is way, 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 way easier than the AFC. So there is opportunity there. But his point, you put this out in a tweet. The offense, all of a sudden, you know, we've talked so much about having this older team and trying to transition over. All of a sudden, when you look at, the, like, the main guys on the offensive side of the ball, like, outside of, you know, some of those offensive linemen, yeah. it's really a young core there. I mean, you look at what the team was at the beginning of 2020. It was Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, John Hightower, Andre Dillard, Samalu Kelsey, Jason Peters, Lane, Zach Ertz, Carson, Miles Sanders. Now, Carson's gone, Ertz is gone, Peters is gone. Dillard is a backup. Hightower, pretty much gone. Deshaun, gone. It's Alshon, basically gone. Kane, Kelsey, and Lane are It's here, Kelsey and, and Lane. Yeah. And they've, they've swapped and Miles, those guys. I guess. Jordan Mailata, uh, you know, Landon Dickerson, two very young stud receivers. A young quarterback that we certainly can debate about, but I think he has a brighter future than Carson does right now. Uh, I mean, Washington seems to agree as well since they basically just drafted Carson's (laughs) replacement in the fifth round. But, yeah, I mean, to go from where they were and how he deserves blame for where they were, right? He brought in Alshon. He traded for Deshaun. So, like, all he deserves blame for getting to that point. But a lot of people said that they viewed the house as kind of burned down. It was like, how he burned the house down, he shouldn't get to be the one that fixes it. How he fixed it. Yeah. Like, the house is fixed to a certain extent. It's it's, It's being fixed. Yes. I think the... You know, the it's quarterback uncertainty, until, all that. Yes, yes. But, but to your point, I think what he has done since that moment, let's say since the end of the 2020 season, the 4-11-1, that whole yeah. thing, what he's done from then to now has been masterful, really. There it is. <laughs> and, and we're talking about where the team is right now, right? About And again, it, it all comes down to Hurts and can he take the leap and all that stuff. But, but the offense they've assembled, the age, you know, the young age, now the – pieces the young pieces they're adding the defensive side of the ball and throw a son reddick in there we don't talk about that a lot but he's a 27 year old stud who they brought back in. to back double digits but yeah seasons. so put all that stuff together and then it's not like they don't have two first round picks next year as well right. an extra second and all this draft capital next year as well that he is really from an asset perspective if you look at the players on the field and the draft capital and stuff from an asset perspective 
he has really, in a two-year span of time, really flipped the team, and it's really impressive. Well, he's kind of he's done a good job ba- walking the line between rebuilding and still competing. Because you look Absolutely. at you look at this the team this year. I mean, trading for AJ Brown's like a win now move. Absolutely. Like he's 24, so it can also be the long term. But that's a move you make if you have a quarterback you believe you can win with right now. Giving Hassan Reddick, like that's a big money contract. So you know, trading up in the first round, you know, taking the Kobe Dean, like these are win now moves. Now I don't think the Eagles are viewing this as like they have to be in the conference championship or it's a bust. I think they know where they're at. But ultimately, they've added assets for the future. And I was critical of the Saint trade because I didn't think they were bringing in talent that could help. Now they have added talent in the draft this week that can help the team. So credit to Howie for for doing that. Let's go to Washington Township and talk to Colin Yoka. Yahoo, what up? What up, man? How you doing? I'm great, man. <clears throat> I really love the pick in Kobe Dean, and I, I really don't understand why people are so afraid of a pectoral injury. Me either. Like, like let's crazy. be pessimistic for a second. The worst-case scenario is he gets to training camp, realizes it, it's worse than he thought, needs surgery, misses the year. Then he has three more years on that rookie deal. His, the rest of his career is not impacted whatsoever. It's not an Achilles injury. Like, this isn't going to slow him down in any I'm way. So like, once he's healed, you never have to think about it again. Yeah, but Colin, real quick. So I agree, and I think it's a smart pick, and it's a good pick. But the reason he fell there was because, A, he's undersized. So I think he was going to be a second-round pick anyway. But, B, I think the concern is when you're undersized and you're having – you know, soft tissue injuries, now the pectoral injury. I believe there's something out there about maybe uh, having some version of a, some type of knee injury. Like, I think it's a culmination of things. I agree. The pectoral injury, it's not a leg injury. It doesn't, you know, make me think they shouldn't have taken him. But, like, I think kind of like if they would have taken Jamison Williams at 12, like, we have to acknowledge there is medical red flags. So, it sounds like everyone trusts the Eagles doctors all of a sudden. I know they've been pretty critical last two years. No one wanted to trust the Eagles doctors. They wanted them all fired. Now everyone trusts them. But I, so there is those can there is that risk. It doesn't mean it's a bad pick. I like that he took the risk, but there is a risk there. Well, didn't Dean say too that no that no doctor told him he needed Dean surgery? Dean said like, he's isn't playing it? on Tuesday in the but but it, it is worth acknowledging like a lot of teams passed on him because yes, look because every of this. every like, team in the NFL passed and on they at could least be wrong. Point. They could yeah. absolutely be wrong. So, yeah. But it's just worth mentioning that you know the Eagles feel their doctors are right about this, and we will find out. Yes, yeah, uh, we certainly will. But I I think that's the guy that can come in and play from day one and can make a big impact and we certainly need linebackers if we're definitely for playing sure. a three four now yeah colin i'm so with you I, I again i think it is an absolute home run grand slam of a pick i think it's going to prove to be that i am not concerned about this stuff and but to elliot's point i don't i acknowledge that 80 he was yeah. passed 82 times not 80 you know a bunch of different teams across right. the the but 82 times he was passed up before the eagles took him including twice by the eagles. twice by the eagles but also credit to howie for knowing that he didn't have to use the 51st pick yeah. on him or at least thinking you never know but um, well and the thing i like about nicobe dean especially is his best skill is his instincts and his ability to, to read the field to look at the opposing offense and know what's coming the eagles haven't had a linebacker with that type of instincts in that level of athlete as well Since for D'Amico. a very long time. And, not, he's, and he's not that level of athlete, but D'Amico Ryan's probably the last yeah. linebacker like that that they had, I would say. I, I think like a good example, though, TJ Edwards is a guy, undrafted free agent, that his best skill was his instincts, but he, he's not as good of an athlete as Nicobe is. But even TJ has turned into, I think, probably their best linebacker. Up until now, he yeah. He gets out there, he makes plays, so I think it's a good example of 
if as a, as a linebacker, if you can read the opposing offense, if you have good instincts, you can make plays. And then when you combine that with what N'Kobe Dean is as an athlete, I think he's going to be like a better version of TJ Edwards. And I, I mean that in a complimentary way. Let's go to Glenn's side and talk to Matt. Yo, Matt. Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, Matt? Hey, really bummed I didn't get to call you last week. I was out watching the Sixers lose. <laughs> um, wanted to get on the record. I asked my dad the night yes, of the draft. I've been waiting for the dad call here. <laughs> I said, who is the one guy? Not if he's available or whatever. Who's the one guy you want? And who do you think he said? Nicobe Dean. Jordan Davis. Oh, wow. wow. How about that? He wanted Jordan Davis, and I asked him why. He said, because he could have played in the NFL last year based on his size and strength alone. So, yeah. Uh, that being said, I would like to give a shout-out to Howie Roseman, who's crushing it right now. I, I feel that if there is anything you want to do with your first-round draft picks is you want to make sure you get guys that will contribute right now. And if you look at what he did, he got Jordan Davis and A.J. Brown. And I don't think there's a doubt in anybody's mind that those guys are going to come in and contribute right away. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a matter of how Davis contributes. Yeah, but he's going to contribute. Even yeah, if I he's, agree. Even if he's just the run stuffer guy as a rookie, that is, that is a value add to the yep, defense. He's ready to play snaps right now. I agree with that. Yeah, and Elliot, you know, I I, uh, I feel like you and I were both in the same boat uh, when they were picking at 51. I, you know, I, I at first didn't like the Cam Jurgens pick because both Pickens and Pierce were still available, and guess who were the next two guys to go yeah. right after Jurgens? I know. So <laughs> Elliot, knows, I know. Yeah. trust me, I know. Yeah, and I think the fact that uh, Pickens goes to the Steelers means he's definitely going to be like an All Pro. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, lock it in. Yeah. But at the same but they got time, a, but like, we got AJ Brown, Brown exactly. So yes. it softens the blast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, lastly, though, the Eagles have been plagued by injury, and and as much as I want to believe that AJ Brown is going to come in and just change the whole dynamic, it, it he can only change it if he's on the field. And you know, he kind of struggled with injury last year. I wouldn't say it was. Bad, but it was like the little things, like a hamstring or a knee strain, yeah. those nagging injuries. Yeah, Matt, um, I get it. And and I think, look, and, and great cause always, I think it's a fair concern with anyone well, who's had injuries, but I, I'm not. I, A.J. Brown is built like a, a brick house. Yeah, I mean, he so he has played fewer games in the last three years, going from playing as rookie year, I think he played all 16, to he has missed more and more time. But where I would disagree with Matt is, like, this team has had injuries issues in the past, but under Nick Sirianni, they were yeah. very healthy last yeah. year. And you look at what Sirianni does in the off season; they do a different type of workout. I yeah. believe they're doing the minimum when we it comes ripped to them, OTAs. and, and it, it, the evidence last year really, really played out well. Right? They don't play them in the preseason. Yeah. They don't hit often in camp. So yeah. I think, look, any player can especially get hurt with, like at any the point. soft tissue stuff that was so yeah. bad for so long. Like we had some freak injuries, like the the Brandon Graham, this and that stuff, like that. But but in terms of yeah, of you know that visor didn't have many stickers. Right? <laughs> I mean, true. he wanted to put You're all the right. yeah. yeah. So I, I think again, any player can get hurt at any point, but I don't think you should be worried about you know AJ Brown in Philadelphia. They've done a good job the last year of taking care of the players. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. One more segment to go. Rob Ellis. After that, of course, he will be talking birds as well. We'll get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. It's Elliot. It's James coming to you from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. It's Go Birds Radio. We'll be right back. It is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, coming to you from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. Get on out, see the many TVs, the beautiful chairs, hang out, watch some sports, watch the draft. We are having a blast as we are reacting to a, again, Elliot, I mean, 
the the calls today. We have not had a single dissenter. We have had some people who say, "Oh, Jordan Davis wasn't my top choice there." I don't. I'm I'm nervous about that. But other than that sentiment, I mean, I can't believe it. We got Mad Mike to say he was happy with. I mean, if you think about it, at the beginning of the draft, if you said to people they would end it with With, Kobe (laughs) Dean and AJ Brown (laughs) and Jordan Davis, even then you could just throw people with the. But just those two. I know. I know. You're right. And it's it's, it's important because. Leading up to the draft, I really felt this was the team's last chance to get meaningful difference yep. makers. Like, the last real chance. If if they get Honey Badger, I think he's a great addition to the team and all those things. But ultimately, like, free agents are still out there, are free agents for a reason at this yep. point. Like, the difference makers are acquired right now via trade and in the draft by hitting on draft picks. And I think I think Howie's done that. They obviously have to go out and prove it with the other draft picks. A.J. Brown's already proven he's one of the best players in the league. But they went out, I think, these last two days and got potential difference makers, and that's really what the roster needed. Yeah, and it's really it's really added a juice to, to right now with the team, and obviously I think it really will for the season as well. I think there's, you know, again, I don't think we're, we're thinking Super Bowl or anything like that, and you never know. Like, we weren't going into 17, and Wentz took a leap, if Hurts takes a leap. You never know anything can happen. There but is a lot of parallels, though, Yeah, I there are. Say, like, no, I get it. You know, I get it. 7-9 in 2016, yeah. to go at Alshon, 9-7 and seven last year, 9-8 yeah, last I year. Yeah, I still think the overall roster was better then than now, but I get it. But regardless, it's more the point that even without that, like, you can paint a scenario where they win a playoff game. You can yeah, paint a scenario where they're a home. clear playoff team or they win the division or whatever. At least there's some excitement. There's some juice for the season, which I think is, you know, a lot of fun. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. Let's get as many in as we can before we get out of here. Okay, it's his time of year. We got to go to Florida and talk to our pal Jacory. Jacory, how you feeling, buddy? What's going on, guys? What up, Jacory? Good man. You know, watching this draft. Um, first of all, um, I'm saying how he's having a good draft. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give my A minus, you know. Um, oh, Jacory, only A's no, no, no. today. A pluses. The reason why I get it. Okay, so I was happy with the Jordan Davis pick. I, I was a Kyle Hamilton guy. Me too. Like, I ain't going to lie. I wanted Kyle Hamilton, but I'm glad we got the big man, Jordan Davis. I'm, I'm really happy we got A.J. Brown. I said this um, yesterday on the uh, Midday Show. I said um, A.J. Brown is, like, the best receiver we have since, since T.O. Oh, I don't think there's any question. I mean, you could argue Hands Deshaun, down. but I, I think A.J. Brown is a much more complete player. Like, this, the physical nature, how you can just take, a, like, a three-yard, five-yard slant and go 60 yards and take it to the house. Yeah. Um. You know, you got, you know, Cameron Jurgens. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, you know, you replace him Kelsey, and this guy is, like, a bigger person of Kelsey, and he's still um, – you know, agile at the same time. And, I and like he'll get to learn from coach. Jason Kelsey, too, which I think yeah, is going to increase sure. his chances of, you know, being successful. And, and of course, you know, Statlin. So, yeah, you know, Statlin, The yeah. best position coach in the sport. So. Right. And I th- and we got N'Kobe Dean. I think um, I'm going to make this point right here. I think N'Kobe Dean's going to be starting this year right off the bat. Love it. And I think if Elliot, he's healthy, absolutely will be. Yeah. I, I, w- I don't want to break this, but I've been hearing through the, through the grapevine that I think we're going to go after a veteran corner, and I've been hearing it's Xavier Rose. Okay, I like right. Ja'Cory. Great call. Ja'Cory coming with the Ja'Cory, sources. Yeah. Isn't yeah, that Ja'Cory your job? Sources, Should yeah. we make Ja'Cory, Big J Ja'Cory? I guess maybe, yeah, Big J Ja'Cory. Look, Xavier Rhodes obviously had a, a stellar, you know, all-pro type career, I think probably at the end of that yeah. rope. But, I mean, sure. I'd take, I, I mean, I've he, not paid attention much. I know he kind of jumped around a bit. but Yeah, I think he's definitely on the, the back end yeah, of his career. Sure. Uh, the, the back, back, back Steven end. Steven Nelson, I think, would have been a better option. I think Steven Nelson is better right now yeah. than Xavier Rhodes, yes. I mean, look, 
look, they have Tay Gow in there. They have unproven guys there. I would almost argue for at least you know, Zach McPherson, like seeing what you have there before you bring in Xavier Rhodes. I think at this point he's more of a name than like quality corner. But ultimately, he's a good safety safety net there for the young guys. Let's go to Gary in Boston. Yo, Gary. Hey, buddy. So what up? I listen to you guys all the time. Appreciate oh, it. I usually work Thanks, a lot. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I love your show. I, I love this show. And, James, I, I love the, um, you know, the midday show. Oh, thanks so much, Gary. You made my day, love bud. It. And uh, I've only been able to call there once because I do work so much. I, I've been listening to WIP since well, I'm in my 50s. So mm. since streaming came out, that's how long that's I've awesome, been. That's awesome, man. We really appreciate it, Gary. Thank I've you. I've been a listener. So, so what's on your okay, mind? What do you I'm, think of the draft, my friend? I'm going to go John Ritchie here, though. Okay, because I think John Ritchie would say, would, would agree with what I'm going to say. Okay. I think Howie has done a good job this draft, but he's also correcting a lot of his mistakes that he's made in the past. But 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 he deserves credit for that. Like all general managers make mistakes. He's not the only GM that has he's you know, made had a multiple bad year. though. Well, but I every mean, they, GM has made multiple mistakes. But, There's no but, GM you could point to and say that they hit on eighty percent of the moves they make. You're right that Howie has missed on things. Absolutely. That is true. But I think they, but, but, you know, it shouldn't diminish, obvious, it shouldn't diminish fixing the mistake. people though. in front of the, the, the pick that you're going to make. You but know, that happens and, and for everybody. Forget, I'm guessing you're bringing up, like, you know, Rager over Justin Jefferson is where you're going with this. Like, Justin, how about Donald Pumphrey in a running back strong draft? Yeah, he missed on that one. Absolutely. But, Donna, I mean, like, all these running backs, all these people you bring up, like, everybody misses on You can go to every fan base in every city, and they can bring up an example of a pick that haunts them. It's just the fact. Like, so, but, yes, you're right. He drafting has hasn't been a, a huge strength of his. No, but he but, only but has he a has bunch. But he only has a bunch. I'm not ripping him, you know, for this draft. He's done a good job. Yeah. But he's also had a he's corrected a lot of wrong. I agree. He's correcting mistakes, but I Gary, I think, good call, man. Keep calm. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, I agree. He's correcting mistakes, but like they should still he should still get credit for correcting them. Like every I GM agree. makes mistakes. Look, I I agree. I would as you know, like I would have been happy at the time if they had decided not to give him the opportunity to correct his mistakes. Yeah. They decided to and I was wrong. I'm happy he's doing he's it because job, yeah. he deserves credit. And and I'm with the the heart of what he's saying there. The idea that they how we made mistakes that set them up and put them in that position where they were a four win team, where Carson Wentz wanted out, all these things. Like how he played a role in that. But to your point, you have to to say the other side. And when how he finds ways to fix a lot of those things or is yeah. working on them, or you're, you you like the way he's heading with fixing those things. You also have to be willing to give him credit with that, too. Let's squeeze one more in. Go to Bethany Beach and talk to our buddy Bob. Hey, Bobby. Hey, James. How are you? Good, man. What a pleasure. Uh, it was great to talk to you. And, Elliot, I saw you at the draft party, which my wife and I went up to. Awesome. And it was a blast. Yeah, awesome. it was. A, I will say it was great to be back. You know, obviously been a few years because of, you know, the pandemic. But there were so many fans there. It was an awesome time. It, cool. it was cool. All right, I want to talk about a little bit of a backstory blue associated with three of the four picks and they right. are first Jalen Hurts and Brown they're buddies right yep. you're not gonna you know you, you want to go for it when you're buddies no Number and also that I think chemistry matters and they know friendship really might be well. the theme of the weekend yeah, honestly actually, it's a right good point. Yeah. yeah and and Davis mom is an Eagles fan you don't want to piss off your mom Great point, Dob. Hey, that is Love a great it. point. Right. Yeah. Number three is 
Dean has been looking at Davis' butt for four years or however many years. And so he's comfortable looking at it. He's ready to go. The two, I'm sure, are going to be great. I do think the pair of those two guys, not just because they're friends, but because of their size and, like, abilities and how they match and and how Davis helps – Dean well, they out. know the tendencies. Yeah, and they other. know the tendencies. Oh, I just think it. I really do think it makes a lot of sense to put those guys together. It's kind of symmetry, all this. Yeah, stuff. it is. You're right, Bob. And that's all I have to say. Uh, what a pleasure, as always, Bobby. Yeah, I look. It really is true. You made the the tweet about it, but I do think that. You know, I definitely look. If nothing else, I don't think it hurts, and I, I do think there are real positives I, look, you can like, take away from the, this. The transition from college to the pros is hard. Like you could be the best prospect in the in the draft. It's hard to go from college to the pros. I think having the Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis together, like it increases their chances. They have somebody to lean on. They have somebody to go through this together. Like I think it, it helps both players that they get to go into this with someone they just spent the last few years playing football with. What a day. What a show. Shout out to Parks Casino with yes. the beautiful sports, but come check it out. Um, shout out to all the people who called into this show. We literally could not do this show without you. If we didn't get to you, I'm so sorry. I will get you guys up next time. Uh, stay on the line. I'm sure Rob Ellis yeah, will, I think be, the Eagles will be I think it's a safe a bet more. that Rob Ellis will be talking to the Eagles next as well. So stay on the line. Rob will get to you quickly in his show as well. And again, like, you know, shout out to everyone who called in, especially the fact that we got Matt Mike to compliment Harry Roseman today. Biggest thing of the week. <laughs> Breaking news. Um, seriously, though, thank you to everyone. We had a blast. And, and shout out to the Eagles and shout out to Harry Roseman for a great weekend. And uh, obviously, we'll be back next week, same time, same place, all that good stuff. And thanks to Tahir back in the studio. A great job at Tahir Hood and Dave Breitmeyer on, uh, on site. We appreciate you guys. Coming up next, Rob Ellis. We'll talk to you next week on another edition of Go Birds Radio. And again, let me also tell you one more time about the all-new Bet Marks Casino and Sportsbook app. It has you covered for betting on baseball, golf, pro hoops, hockey, and so much more, whether you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, we have an amazing offer. New customers make your first bet risk-free up to $750. Just download the app, the all-new Bet Parks app right now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or pa.betparks.com. And we have another amazing offer for you for Monday's Philadelphia-Miami Game 1 down in Miami. A great odds boost promotion for you. Boosted odds of plus 760. All you need to happen is Philadelphia to score over 100 points and win the game. That's it. Philadelphia over 100 and a win. Plus 760. Those odds are insane. Get on now. The the offer is available to all customers. The maximum bet is $10. The website has the terms and conditions. Again, Philadelphia to score over 100 and win the game. It is an unbelievable odds boost to plus 760. Just unbelievable odds for that. So check that out on the website or on the app. You can get that amazing deal. And again, new customers, if you sign up right now, you get your first bet risk free up to $750. The website has all the details. Visit pa.betparks.com. That's pa.betparks.com. And use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's go time.